We record. I need all electronic devices put on silent. It's like the movie theaters, man. Yeah. Welcome to Season 2 of Films D Podcast, Episode 3. It's Episode 3, and I'm your host, my co-host, Joe Walters, Chris Clark. Oh, I didn't say my name. (laughs) Your name is co-host. Your name is host. That works. Uh, You know who it is. It's Richard. I'm Richard Thomas. And with us today, we have a special guest. Um, Should I I just go ahead and introduce? What do you want to be going? What do you you prefer? Your PlayStation handle? My name is Sasuke Uchiha. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, on vacation away from Hidden Leaf, and I just want to see what y'all was up to. But no. Okay, all right, all right. Don't watch any movies and uh, films in uh, Hidden Leaf. No, I'm just focused on my revenge, really. But Word. I thought you got over that. He's it out here like Killmonger and shit, huh? I'm <laughs> just killing music, bro. It's like the whole grudges, you know. You you got yeah. what? What's going on? What's, what's really going on in your life, Ant Man? You been chilling with me for like the last hour, man. I ain't nah, know nah. about no grudges. Nah, nah, I'm good. No, I'm, good. <laughs> I, I'm out of character now, but no, my name's Anthony. And, uh, yeah, let's do this. All right, Killmonger. <laughs> uh, so how's everybody doing? Y'all good? Great, man. Y'all I'm ate? Good. Y'all eating good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the itis or nothing? Nope. All right. My all right. throat was a little ashy as. You know, so I drink some water. <laughs> Ashy. Ashy throat. Ashy throat. You out here like Tyrese and baby boy getting choked up on them Popeye's biscuits, huh? <laughs> I bet you gonna say about Ving Rings. Little Jody. Yeah, yeah, Call you, your seen, mama. you seen the Call meme? Your mama, little you ain't seen the meme oh, when you eat a Popeye's biscuit? It's, it's like getting choked out like that. Yeah, choked that boy out. Oh, that's they funny. They replaced Ving Rhames' head with the Popeye's biscuit and shit. That's fatty. <laughs> Uh, man, but uh, yeah, man. Um, cool, y'all ate. You good? What's with the yeah. mic going on? Damn. You need to adjust it. I think I tightened it on you. Yeah, boy, it's a strong ass grip. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay, I was about to All say right, we, we need standby music. Or we something. good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, man, you good? You ate? You ate? You ate? I I didn't eat shit. I got this popcorn right here. This little Chicago mix from Mariano. So. I might get to snacking, get to talking details about these films. Something might be good. Oh, damn, man. My bad, because we Something sure came Something might not be bad. Yeah, y'all came through with the food, man. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm vegan and shit. I can't eat nothing y'all eating other than the fries. Damn. But you vegan-ish. Yeah, I guess you can say that. So you're not like 100% vegan? But... No, nah, I like half goat cheese. So did you develop superpowers yet? Honestly, dude, I can, I can function off of like, you know, some good, some... Really low, you know, sleep hours. But outside of that, um, I don't need coffee as much as I did before. I think I used to drink like three cups in the morning, three cups in the afternoon. Dang. Yeah, shit. I don't have to do it no more. I think I just I'm down to one cup in the morning, one cup in the afternoon. I can't even do one cup of coffee hardly. Science says that like it's best to drink if you're gonna drink coffee like between the hours of nine and eleven, and then one and three, um, because that's when you're endorphins and your adrenaline and your uh uh is like running low like your hormone hormones that just kind of your flight fight or flight hormones are down so uh, if you drink coffee during those hours you function the best but if you drinking it when you already got all those hormones flowing through you 
your body stops creating. So then you really get tired, and then you start drinking more and more fucking coffee. Hmm. Anyway, um, I've been reading this book called, uh, uh, fuck is the name of it? How Not to Die or Shit. How Not to Die or Shit. Nah. um, (laughs) Anyway, I can't remember the title of it. I can't remember the title of it. I can't remember. But, yeah, um, there's also The Healing um, Spirit. I've been reading that book, too, by Deepak Chopra. Is that the name of it? I've been reading a lot of books, man. Last book I was reading was uh, by... um, What's his name? Why y'all, damn, y'all just looking at me and shit. Because you talking, so we listening. (laughs) Uh, What's his name? Uh, Charlemagne the God. I was reading a book. Oh, Black Privilege. uh, Black Privilege, man. How was it? Uh, It was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, It was entertaining. I didn't know his background. Like, before he got into music, he was in a drug game and shit. His oh, word. was also in a drug game. Yeah, he got, you know, he was he been locked up a couple times for uh slanging rocks. Um hmm. and one story he tells in there is about how him and his pop end up getting locked up together. Um because they came to their house with a warrant for his pops. His pops wasn't there, but they had a search warrant. So they searched in the house and he had just one little rock in this uh that he had thrown in the garbage. They found it and they decided to lock him up and his pops for intent. Um, and so, yeah, 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 he, uh, him and his pops, he was talking about how, while they was in the jail cell, they wasn't talking and shit, but the moment they got out of jail, they was arguing about who, who's to blame for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's funny as hell. But, um, yeah, man. And the other part, um, he really talks about is how, um, you got to be able to embrace the hate. Like mm-hmm. if you if you getting hated on like how he, he if you on Twitter and shit on social media right now he's getting shitted on for uh, his interview on the Breakfast Club with uh, Afro Latina and how they was basically like kind of dismissing her asking her like you know so what the what is Afro Latina what does that mean like I thought you just black but you know it is a different group of people it's a lot of Afro Latina celebrities out here that mm-hmm. people probably just think they black or they mix with something you know but. They are Afro-Latina. Carmelo Anthony, uh, Lala Anthony, they both Afro-Latina. I didn't even know that shit about Carmelo and shit. His dad, was, his dad passed on when he was little, or probably a baby if even. Okay. But yeah, but Lala always knew about her, though. Uh, yeah, I, I knew about Lala. I just didn't know about Carmelo. I was like, damn, both of them was Afro-Latina. And then, um, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne's wife. She's Afro-Latina. Gina Torres. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... uh. Zoe Saldana, uh, Zoe, yeah, um, and uh, a couple other celebs. It's a list, but yeah, he was getting hate on because of the fact that he was questioning her about that in kind of a condescending manner and shit. Um, and so you know, all the Afro Latinas and just black people in general coming at him because of their like colorism, which I didn't even know was a ism, but I guess. Oh yeah, it's very yeah, bad. Yeah. It's very bad in Latin America. I mean, they just they got dropped off first. Oh way, no! So. I mean, if that if we talking in that kind of historical context, yeah. But in America, we don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind um, of the same thing. Like if you live in Colombia, like if you Colombian, you might as well say you damn near white. Like you could do no wrong. But if you black like us, they not playing with you. <laughs> you know, right, they don't want right, to deal right, with right. you. Yeah, no, nah, and. 
I, I mean, I am aware of it because I have friends that are Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and they talk about like how people in Puerto Rico that are darker mm-hmm. get treated different than people oh, yeah. that are lighter. I saw that um, in Miami. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in Miami myself too when I was there uh, years ago. But um, <clears throat> I feel like I missed a vital part of Miami while I was there. I didn't notice that. In the midst of seeing, you know, women shake their ass, I, I saw bits and pieces of colorism. In the strip club and outside, so I'm like, well, oh, I ain't go to the strip what club. What is going so on that's here? <coughs> but yeah, I was I was with my lady at the time, so uh, it was no strip club for me. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we going back this year, fellas. Uh, nice. <laughs> you going for the film festival? I was going to see some ass shake. No, I'm just playing. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, you ain't going for the um, American Black Film Festival? Nah, I like actually that would actually be perfect. Like, yeah, I, I kind of would like to go. Excuse. Yeah, it would be a perfect yeah. excuse, but you know I don't I don't favor throwing my giving my money away and shit like that. I don't care. I'm sorry. That's why <laughs> strip clubs ain't really my thing. But the strip clubs I went to, I didn't. We didn't pay, so I don't mind doing going to a strip club and not paying. Like we had lap dances free, but that was because my cousin's girlfriend, that was her. The owner was her uncle. Oh, so it ain't nothing to go to leather and lace. Shout out to Leather and Lace. And, <laughs> and I, I know where I'm headed there yeah, when I hit Miami. I, we didn't pay for them strip clubs. No, we didn't. I mean, well, he, I don't know if he's the owner, but he must be the pro. He, he knew a lot of them damn strippers because they knew his ass. And it was like he was the owner. But shit, we free hookah, all that ass everywhere. So shout out to Leather and Lace, man. Shout out to motherfucking Leather and Lace. Yes, True. Sir. Dollars yes, everywhere. <laughs> uh, damn, how did... Oh, we was talking Afro Latinos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyhow, this man, conversation yeah, diverged so quickly. I was going to try to use it as a segue when we got to the American Black Film Festival to talk about film festivals. Uh, anybody been look? I know Joe and I. We was talking about uh, Sundance and okay. how uh, it's been a couple. I mean, a lot of what I've been reading um, initially was just how there wasn't really any quality films at the film festival this year some of the articles i've been reading um just been shitting on it well some of the articles well one of the articles that i read that i really originally brought this to my attention was uh it was one of variety they were um they had quotes from um some hollywood execs that had went to sundance and they were uh complaining about um the the films, the quality of films this year, but um, someone pointed out uh, on Twitter they were saying I forgot who, it was a director of uh, I think Mud Mudbound, Mudbound, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, you know, just because the films don't appeal to these producers doesn't mean that they're bad films. And one thing of note there, there's been a lot of films of color, you know, from stories made or that feature. You know, black and Latino and different diverse uh, backgrounds this year, more so than ever. And so, I mean, I think that, you know, it's a case of, you know, people not, you know, like, oh, it doesn't apply to me. It doesn't apply to the standard movie going, you know, demographic. So therefore, um, you know, it's it's automatically shunned as a bad film, you know, by that. That's mm-hmm. that's a good assessment. So. Yeah, man. Honestly, it is a great assessment because it's like a lot of these reviews, even people writing a variety, like how many of those people do, could you like recognize as being voices of color, like going to these 
festivals and giving their review and sharing their opinion on subjects and um it's not you don't you don't have a like in fact i was reading an article on uh deadline that shit made me mad as fuck the headline read what the fuck is that headline at man oh here it is um get outs jordan peele get outs jordan peele becomes first african-american to be honored with trifecta oscar nominations that ain't fucking true that ain't even like that's way far from the truth i who was that uh last year moonlight moonlight won the same was nominated in the same categories as this get out was hmm. and won like oh, yeah they praise moonlight they love moonlight and the writer was some woman not a person of color just a woman not a person of color and she I would I would assume that you would go back and correct yourself or at least clarify if you if it's maybe because the screenwriter the screenwriter category is different because it's two I think there's two different screenwriter categories one is adaptation and one is original <laughs> yeah bless you. thank okay. you bless you man um, and maybe Get Out is being nominated for the original and uh, it's best original screenplay. yeah best okay, original cause, um, yeah because Moonlight was an adapted screenplay from a play right it was yeah, a play original play. okay maybe I'm tripping may, uh, maybe I should get off my high I was <laughs> say maybe, maybe it's different too because Jordan I mean Jordan Peele did all of those three tests that that it was nominated for one he didn't um shoot he wasn't the, he wasn't oh, the okay, cinematographer yeah, okay. so all right. nah. Yeah, if okay. he was the cinematographer, then that's some whole other next level shit. Sidebar: Um, the, the cinematographer for Mudbound, Mud Mudbound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. is the same DP for um, Black Panther, by the way. Word. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, side note. Now I kind of want to see it just so I can hmm. get an idea of what. Because she was nominated for for work. Mm. For that's what's up. So. Okay. But while we on the subject of journalism and shit like that, uh, might as well just dip off into like talking about. SAG Awards too, um, um, with uh, Sterling K. Brown and like his <coughs> post uh, awards interview with uh, what's her name, Joe? Uh, Jaleesa Lachey, uh, Black Tree TV. Okay, okay. Um, and basically, what the interview was just like the the interview um, they. Um, Jaleesa asked him, uh, asked Sterling uh, a question about um, diversity in uh, t- television. And so um, this was this is quote. Um, she said, are you aware of the disparities between the opportunities given to black journalists in comparison to our white counterparts? And do you think there is any plan in Hollywood to make sure that the media room starts to reflect the diversity that we are beginning to see in the industry? Mm. And so um, Sterling replied with. You know what? I've never paid attention, and shame on me for having done done so. But maybe this conversation is the beginning of something taking place. It is, you get that conversation when you're a young person, you have to work twice as hard to get just as far. I don't know if that holds true exactly, but it's something that has been etched and burned into my mind, to be able to receive similar opportunities. The latitude for mistakes is less. If you had President 44 talking about grabbing people by the vagina, he wouldn't have lasted eight years. It is representation, diversity, making sure everyone's voice can be heard is important to me. So thank you for bringing it up. Sorry, I haven't been paying attention. Wow. <clears throat> That's a... Uh... 
I feel like, like there's a problem in the media landscape in general. I mean, outside of the entertainment, because um, you do have so many voices. You even got somebody like Jamila Hill, who's now being like, in a way, like demoted. I don't know if y'all heard, but she's, she's going leaving undefeated. ESPN to go into just doing undefeated. Yeah. She has to, but I, I like I like the the um, the direction that undefeated is taking, um, and I'm actually starting to watch it a little bit more than ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Like I like Stephen A. because he he makes me laugh, but <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's it, I mean it just tells you how they feel about you know our our struggles or what we're dealing with, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it wasn't the undefeated too. Where uh, I, and I'm just thinking of like the website, the web magazine, and how um, Richard Sherman during the uh, issue that they had with like the media day and having all these damn interviews during the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yo, he's supposed to be out prepping. here yeah, prepping. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk." Like, yeah. And then how uh, what's his name? Um, running back. He was just like, "I." Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Right? Yeah, man. I mean, so in a lot of ways, and the undefeated does really like give that platform for a lot of uh, these athletes, people of color, um, to be able to express themselves in an authentic manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in so many different ways, that's who Jamila is at this point. She she ain't ESPN. True. Uh, I think I think uh and it's crazy like you mentioned Marshawn Lynch. It's crazy because like he has spoken on several other media platforms like for example Conan and I believe he was on Jimmy Fallon. But he just seemed more engaged in those conversations or interviews via I mean versus ESPN or actual NFL uh, I guess I don't know proceedings or whatever, you know, during the Super Bowl. And yeah, you know, giving one word answers or just standing there looking at you until you go to the next question and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, you have to be able to identify to not just one, you know, one group of people. Like you have to be able to reach out to Hispanics, uh, blacks, um, the LBGTQ community. I hope I got the acronym correct. But, yeah, you have to be able to, to appeal to the masses. And if you can't appeal to the masses, then you will lose money, as you saw with, you know, with the NFL is kind of going on right now. So I mean it's just it's it's uh it's a huge problem and it we really need to well not we because we know it's a problem but they need to look at it and see what they can do to fix it. Yeah man um I mean and I I guess that's two industries if you think about it who who knows who's sitting in those seats asking them them questions and if I'm a black athlete and I know you out for the best headline so you can get them clicks, so you mm. can get that paper, mm-hmm. so you can get that name for yourself mm-hmm. as a journalist. And you ain't, you know, you ain't representing my people or you ain't here to represent me in the best manner possible. Mm-mm. Well, I want to talk to you. Right. And I and I, I was watching, and I love watching ESPN. and I watch it a lot after work or I watch the snippets and stuff. And they were interviewing LeBron and this guy shopping for you know fishing for headlines and he yeah. said something about the team and or something no he was like yeah you guys were struggling or something along those lines and he asked lebron another question he was like he's like what did i tell you yesterday and he was like uh well i didn't ask you a question he was like okay well what did i tell you all yesterday so the dude had it. he was like oh well you said that we were going to struggle he's like exactly when you're losing you're struggling so mm-hmm. why would you continue to keep twisting this you know the question to try to get more information out of me we're struggling so yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's more about pockets. How how do I fatten my pockets? Yeah, yeah. 
basically now. That that's a casualty of the twenty four hour news cycle. You mm-hmm. know, this is true too. I mean, now social media. You yeah. got a president that decides he wants to tweet at three in the morning. <laughs> well, shouldn't. <laughs> Pretty much, because I right. can't think of anything other than that. if you ain't getting no no cheeks, you dropping a ju- you dropping he probably, a deuce. He probably, he probably is getting some. Uh, <laughs> ain't getting no. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, in that book, Fire and Fury, there's rumors I, that he's messing with Hope Hicks, his uh, uh, communications director. Hmm. Yeah, so it's real subtle, but I I I don't know. It it, it could be true. It could not I be mean, true. It's, I mean, in in light of like. All of his views about women and everything in general, like, would you really be surprised? Like, but then, but even with all of his viewpoints about, excuse me, about about women, it's like, as a woman, why would you even want to sleep with this dude? Basically, man, you why would you want to sleep with this guy? Yeah, why would you want to sleep with this guy? Like, so, I mean, unfortunately, women sleep. Are with you are you working as a double agent? Like, are you really working <laughs> on American people's behalf? Like, why are you doing this? We right. need answers. Yeah. Hey, if, like, if somebody uh, was, she need her own holiday, man. <laughs> she need to be sitting next to. Uh, she need to be on a coin or something, huh? I'm telling you, need an e coin named. She after took her that. She took that L for the. You know, for the it's people. definitely an L. And yeah. usually, you know, you. I mean, it, yeah, it's an L. <laughs> it's, it's an L. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sorry. Can't help but dip off into politics, man. Uh, uh, what was that today? Well. Whenever this airs, Sunday, we was, uh, what happened? Uh, Jay-Z had his first interview on a new show with uh, Van, Van Jones, Jones. Yeah. on CNN. And he was, uh, he, he started talking politics just briefly, you know, glazed over it in terms of just acknowledging the fact that, you know, calling people shit, uh, places in the, in the world shitholes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hurtful. Um. And it don't really bring anybody closer together. If anything, it causes more division. And Trump decided to react. Like, he reacted. He he got a trend going on, man. I, I heard the reaction, but I didn't know. I don't know what he said in response. Me neither. What Trump said? Yeah. No. All he said, he decided to say, somebody tell Jay-Z that uh, during the Trump administration, black unemployment has, is at an all-time low. Let me tell you why. Is that another alternative fact? That's good bullshit. Is that an alternative fact? While it may be at a low, it ain't due to him, one, and it's still higher than the national average. Black unemployment rate is still higher than the national average. Like, period. Uh Like, you can't can't go toting around something that's still a blot on the American, you know, scorecards. And the thing is, he hasn't accomplished anything except for this raggedy-ass tax bill. And that's not even an accomplishment. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah. Well, for, it's not an accomplishment for us. No, no, no. It's no. For, for him and his homies. I yeah. mean, everything he's done has been all, it's just been something negative. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing, they're rounding up immigrants and stuff like that. Like, you know, similar to uh, in, internment camps, you know, they did during World War Two. you know. Like, they're get, they're snatching people off of buses and everything. Like, this shit is That's crazy. crazy. Like, what is his approval rate, man? It's like 30%. And, and all of them are like white yeah, races. Yeah, like 34 <laughs> Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. Politics as usual. Right. Fuck Trump. Yep. Yeah. Next. For <laughs> 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 real, fuck that guy. In, in, in summation, fuck that guy. Hey, I blame Sterling K. Brown for getting us on this subject because he, you know, <laughs> in some ways. Hey, he, you going to put did. some blame on <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting the blame on Sterling K. Brown, man. 
Any y'all watch? Any of y'all watch This Is Us? I think I, I asked okay. I feel I feel right bad. Right I, I don't, too. I don't because I feel like now I should. Like I feel like I've been missing out on a vital <laughs> part of te- television. Yes, you're I mean, missing out on great television. Usually, when I hear my coworkers or people talk about it or Facebook status, <laughs> it's just always about how much they cry during the latest episode. And it's like, it depends it. on if they if they, it really resonates with some people because of their life experiences. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, they might be crying. If I mean but more I, or less, I, it's just a great story uh, because of how they're ma- able to. Like, give you a real understanding of, like, how people evolve just as human beings. Like, how things that happen in our childhood make us who we are. That's true. Um, yeah. How uh, we hold guilt and we self-blame ourselves for things that we misinterpreted that happened. Or we interpret that, you know, a certain outcome of a situation um, based upon, you know, how we perceive it versus how what really went down. Um, you know, even like there's one plot line I'm really not giving much up, but um, uh, one of the actors, one of the white actors in the show, he is going through therapy after struggling with drugs uh, addiction. Um, he's he's an actor too, so he's it's kind of like the whole celebrity drug addiction plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's in rehab, and he's like blaming his mom's for the fact she ain't pay attention to him or he ain't really have moments with her. And she's like, you know, uh, you and they have a black adopted son who Sterling K plays as an adult. Um, And uh, she talks about how um, Mandy Moore, who plays the mom, which she does a phenomenal job. Like, yeah, she's a sleeper. In at least two years, she need to be getting her SAG and Emmys for her role. Um, I don't know if they can write some strong ass shit for her. Uh, in a, uh, for the rest of this season or come next season, but um, she's she's definitely a sleeper uh, uh, in terms of like best actresses out there. But um, she uh, she tells him point blank, like you didn't want to be held by me. You don't want you you every time I wanted to like be a nurturing mother to you, you flinched. You you were guarded. Like you didn't make it easy. He made it easy. He made it easy to be his mom. You didn't and. I did have moments with you. You just don't remember. And it's just like those kind of things hmm. where you, as a kid, you might be like my mom's, I had a horrible relationship with my mom's or whatever, but there may have been things that you did right. that caused her to be only human. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want love from your mom's or you acting, you know, like you don't want nothing to do with her. She ain't going to, what you think? She going to keep trying? Like she's human, man. She's yeah. going to go where the, the path, the least resistance. Um, I may be on speaking from my own experience. But uh, uh, but uh, yeah, man, it, the show does that uh really well. Um, it also does a really good job of just like telling two st- parallel stories, one from the '70s and one in the present day, um, of this same family. And there's a underlying story of how the father of the family he dies. We don't know how. And, like, for the whole first season, and now and through the second season, we still, like, don't know how he died. We start, we get little clues here and there, and you just, that's one of the things that keep people watching. Like, like right now, I'm only interested in knowing how he dies, and I'm like, they can't keep drawing this out forever. Like, they got to tell us at some point, but they keep just giving you little tidbits. Like, this past episode, this past week, I'm not going to give away too much, but uh, this past week was... The closest you get to like some in-depth shit of what really causes death. 
Um, and Lena Wyatt. <laughs> shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Columbus alum. Lena Wyatt is on there. Um, she plays a, uh, uh, I, I think she's a volunteer at a pet shelter. Um, really? So, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, she, I mean, she's doing everything, man. She's mm-hmm. producing films. Wasn't she a producer on Dear White People? Was she? I think she was. I believe she was a producer <coughs> on Dear White People. The film or she's the TV a show? co-writer of the film. She's a co-writer on uh, uh, that show Master, Master of None on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and she got her own series. Yeah, she was a producer. I'm looking at her IMDb right now. She was a producer on Dear White People. The movie? The movie. Word. Um, right. Shout out Lena. Yeah. Uh, and she, uh, I think in interviews about the shy, she's talked about how some of the like the bright colors that they used in Dear White People yeah. was an influence behind why she chose to brighten up Chicago on the south side. Oh, okay. Um, in a shy versus making it look all grim and uh, gutter. Uh, and uh, yeah, she does a solid job on that show. She And she's still playing a lesbian. Like, she's basically herself in all these roles. <laughs> like, on Master of None, she plays a lesbian. Um, and the role, I think, was originally written for a guy. Um, but she, uh, her and Disease, from one of her interviews, she was talking about how they got together to uh, rewrite the storyline of Amp to include her in it she got a emmy from that uh wow. tv emmy from that for uh writing um on the show now she got her own show yeah um, she's working with common still waiting to see him on the show because like he and all the like the the promo material i ain't seen him on the show yet so yeah i mean i, I feel like maybe he's he's kind of like this this isn't about him as much as it's it's about the story and and you know giving people a real look at you know Chicago and the people of Chicago. I'm I'm glad he did it, uh, cause yeah. After that that debacle of with Spike film, Lee, was, yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, what the fuck it is a ten. Wait, wait. Chirac. Yeah. Wait. Oh first of all, well, he did. If he did, if his job was anything, it was to kill that term, and maybe he did. But but it's uh, like it is a telltale sign that your movie is doing something very wrong. When I can say. Nick Cannon actually did a pretty good job. Like the, <laughs> the fact that this movie wasn't—he did do a good job. He did. Like I legit, I was sitting there, I was like, "Damn!" Like that he's acting. Yeah. Y'all like, got he's... forty poppers. Like come on, man. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. I'm like, why is Wesley Snipes stopping, man? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 Wesley Snipes. That was that was his he first just, movie, fresh out of the. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say he just wanted some money. Fresh, That's fresh. all. Huh? It was Expendables. Three. Oh, it was Expendables. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okay, right. yeah, he did Expendables. Then he did some uh, Western, and he, then he did he, this. Daywalkers or <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. With them Oh my lord, <laughs> I'm like it's you in the wild wild west with some goddamn dreads. Hey man, uh, they like, had dreads back then. I'm not saying that they. He came from the homeland, bro. Bro, I'm not saying that. Ah oh, no! He came. He came straight from the homeland out there slaying vampires. It was like he was like, it was like the Wild Wild West version of Blade. I just, I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't get with it. I still, hey, I still think he needs to be Blade, even though he older now. Because they, Disney was talking, has like mentioned in like here and there about possibly bringing back Blade, mm-hmm. but they were like, oh. But we we thinking about uh, focusing the story on his daughter, and I'm like, no, okay, no, no, no. don't nobody give a fuck about his daughter. I'm sorry, <laughs> they don't. nobody wants to. See <laughs> they you, don't. But you could do a story with his daughter and just have Wesley Snipes still play Billy, do, do a cameo. Yeah, or yeah he can, or he can I, I still be a want important him. character like the Alfred I, mm, to or no, Batman. But I you don't want him to be the like. It it depends on who they get. 
It's it depends like, on who like they get. So, 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 so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Say they say they don't bring Wesley back, but they bring Sticky Fingers back. Sticky Fingers plays Blade. Sticky Fingers. He played Blade on yeah, the TV show. Yeah, there was a TV show. show. It was a Blade oh, TV show. He was bald. I never saw that. Yeah, so I can't. I, I can't. There's a reason why you man. never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I look at it like this. I feel like he's in great shape, and I and I like Wesley Snipes. So I feel like they should give him another go. I think it'll re, it'll revitalize his career because yeah. he ain't really been on nothing. He ain't really did nothing. You know what I'm saying? So and he's he, working and on a film right now with um, Ti and Terrence Howard and. Uh, who else is in that joint? Okay, so you we got. Some I would, I would, no, no, no. He's done some films. We got he's done since some he's got. Since it's just got like out, direct been, to DVD or. That's what I'm saying. Gallo Walkers was the name Gallo, of the movie. Yeah, yeah Gallo Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Was it? Like, was it bad? You, uh, you're not missing nothing. You, okay. Yeah, nah, All right. Man. It, it, it's it's it don't it it's like him in freaking uh the Magnificent Seven by himself basically. Oh, like okay. if Mag- that makes if the sense. Magnificent Seven was just Samuel Jackson sitting around in that freaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was nah. good. Magnificent Seven was good. It was. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, a really good movie. That was a good movie. I haven't man. seen it yet, but uh, I like but, Quentin Tarantino. Movies. Yeah, he did Chirac. No, no, no. You thinking about Hateful Eight? Oh, Hateful Eight. My bad. Hateful Eight was good too. Okay. It was. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and he's working on Cutthroat City. That's the movie he's in with Ti Terrence Howard. Um, okay. Let me ask I, y'all something. Yeah. How do y'all feel about T.I.'s acting? T.I. is T.I. in everything T.I. do. I mean, um, we very well may have uh, a problem. And we expeditiously need to take care of it or, or else. But wait. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The way I feel, the way I feel about if you can if you can mock somebody and do a good job at, like, capturing their spirit and shit, I think that that person's always themselves. He's gonna be on that movie. Gonna have an eight uh, Atlanta Braves hat on, and that motherfucker gonna be leaning. You, you know he's, a, you, know he's a, you know he's, a, you know he's, a, he's in Ant Man too, which comes out this summer. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, yeah. That's what I was gonna bring he up. Cool he was good at Ant Man. He was good at Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, I actually liked him in Ant Man. Yeah, I think Ant-Man. he was on the set maybe this past fall. Uh, they were shooting, right? Yeah, yeah. So hey, it should I'm, be in post by I'm, now. I'm happy for the man, T.I., Man, stay out them streets, bro. Yeah, man. Stay out them streets. And then he got his reality show. I mean, so it really, you really just, you see a lot of T.I. if that's the yeah, case. And so is. maybe you I don't, maybe you don't get to see him acting all that I like somebody else. Outside of American Gangster, which was maybe his second part after ATL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that te- was the only time he seemed like he was like, he lowered himself. Like he humbled himself because he in the movie with Denzel, yeah, he in the yeah. movie with Idris, he in yeah. the movie with Chetwell. Yeah, it was too. It's too many people. You got. You talking about? You you said American Gangster. He was in you Takers about, too. Takers. What? He, he was, was in American Gangster. He was in American Gangster. He was. It was everybody. It was a lot of people. Yeah, it was just a lot of people in there. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. It was obviously. It's a really Scott joint. Really Scott joint. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, now I remember my fault. Yeah. It's like, what, and, I, what? And, and one of the number one lessons that we must always remember, we, you got to block that shit with Club Soda. Okay? <laughs> block that shit with Club Soda. We're going to have some problems. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, he, he was playing. That was one of his first serious roles. and I mean, he did a good job. He know how to stay in the moment, if anything. Mm, okay. um, so I, I, I like his acting. Um, I, can, I mean, he's entertaining. Um, in terms of, like, if... Like, do we have a top five of like rappers turned actors? Hmm, that's a good. We question. should do that. That would be. I would. 
I would give, yeah, and I'm gonna say this, and it's kind of like a, I'll give Tupac that, because mm-hmm. the juice. You giving Pac the number one slot? I'm not giving him the number one slot. Oh, you just, you you just he saying the top five. The top five. Pac, okay, top you gotta five. put Pac, Pac in there. All right, yeah. Pac in there. What a, what a, what Smith. about Ice Cube? Will Smith, Ice Cube. Okay. Yeah, Will Smith and Ice Cube, Ice Cube are definitely yeah. in there. So that's that's, that's three. three. We need two more. I'm sorry. Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I give her that. Okay, yeah, that's four. Yeah, yeah. Can we add most death? Or yeah. he, he would uh, get right, so I got most death fifty or uh, Ja Rule. Oh, you know what? Uh, Ja Rule cooked himself. He should have just. He should be ludicrous right now. Ludacris, we forgot right about Ludacris. <laughs> he not Ludacris turned down does that role. action movies, though, man. Ludacris, I, mean, I mean, he the still the best role he ever did was Crash. Yeah, yeah. that was a, he, he was he was good, job, good though. He did a good job. He did a good job, but he was like, have you noticed Terrence Howard beat his ass twice? He beat his ass in Crash, and he beat his ass in uh, Hustle and Flow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did beat his ass mm-hmm. twice. Yeah, oh yeah, damn. Um, and he beat his ass in motherfucking Empire. <laughs> he didn't Wait, what? He hit him with the trifecta. Are you serious? He hit him with the trifecta. Oh, oh no. Three times a charm, man. Yeah. They, say, they say bad yeah, shit. He had a cameo three. in there because he turned snitch on him. And it, yeah, what? Dude, yeah, he was the he was the security guard. Uh Luda had a cameo in season two for like three I don't episodes. remember this. I gotta why, see this. That's why, yeah. why Terrence Howard was locked up. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, remember damn. That part? Yeah, I remember that remember part. Remember he was locked up making music and shit with the little pot the oh, yeah. podcast yeah, set up. Yeah. Like, we got it. Like, <laughs> he was like, give me a beat, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I ain't man. Right. I ain't man. Shout out to the homies uh, at Barbershop Network. Uh, it started that trend, man. That shit was hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> you see the Lord of the Rings one? Lord of the Rings. Return of the King. <laughs> man, Return of the King, man. They, they had Beyonce on that poster. Uh, Beyonce oh, was uh, the Morgan elf. Freeman. They had Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael K was uh, Frodo, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah no, nah, yeah. he was uh, his homie. He was uh, Sam. Sam Wise. Yeah, he was Sam Wise. <laughs> and then they had uh, Will Smith was uh, Aragorn. <laughs> And then uh, they had the funny. fucking clan as as the uh, the, the Nazgul. Oh shit! <laughs> they were at the bottom on the horses and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man, it's been some some funny times in in the world of memes. Oh yeah, he did the Star Wars ones too, man. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, I. Ain't, he said, uh, "What do you damn?" The Force, motherfucker. No, no, that's Samuel and Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> oh. Who, which one of y'all was talking about Sam Jackson went to a oh, party with John Bodega? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson went to a uh, a party and John Boyega was there. He's like, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone, man. Hey. All the black and miles in that yak, man. He had to be. Yeah, he had hey. to be. He, he, hey, he, he said, that's my son. <laughs> but that would, make a per- that would make sense in terms if they wanted to make that convenient. Yeah, like plotline. Like that Look, was Mace Windu's illegitimate child. Star Wars yeah. is not Alabama. Not everyone has to be related. Oh, Damn. Sorry. oh. all right, Morgan Freeman. That was a low blow. <laughs> that was a low blow. Oh, we'll edit that one out. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, yeah, man, nah, uh, but what what was we talking? We was talking to Shy before we got. All yeah. The way off. No. Yeah, we was talking about Lena. Yeah, we was talking about and Lena and the shot. So you seen the shot, right? Yeah. You you ain't seen it, right? No, I gotta catch up. Joe, I saw two did episodes, you? Yeah. You saw. All right, I gave you the access. You watch it. Yeah, I saw two episodes. It's three though. 
I know that. I saw two. Okay, we <laughs> saw two, man. Like, like both y'all with us, man. Two. Y'all need to catch up. I so catch up. Hey, man. Catch I'm up. Watch it tonight. Okay. Right, nah, nah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what'd you think? Um, I would say the first episode broke my heart. Hmm. Both of y'all, huh? Yeah. It was. Is this because y'all from Chicago? No, I need to see it. Yes. I mean, no, I have to see it. I don't know. It. I'm just uh, curious because, I mean, being an outsider looking in, I was just like, he don't fit. Hmm. He didn't fit. I get, um, yeah, because, you know, yeah, we talked about this for a brief second. We did talk about this yesterday I, or whenever we I mean, but, met up. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Okay. I think I think it was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Because yeah, yeah. it was your Saturday show. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It might. It, I think it is a Chicago thing. Only because hmm. it's 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 just if if you from here and especially if you from the South Side, like especially the way that whole first episode went, hmm. like stuff like that go down like that for real. Like, like it's it's it was just real. It was one of those like moments. It was so. It almost it's it's almost like it it wasn't acting it was it was reality for a quick second so it, it like hits you extra hard because I feel like if you're from Chicago and you watch that that scene yeah you 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 gonna shed some tears because it's 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 a you it's may reality know somebody to suffer yeah who went through that yeah and you it was and you're it talking was, about the 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 family of the victim or the victim. Both the both, yeah, yeah. That that mm. uh, eulogy was like that was a real shit. I mean, Jason Mitchell, man, that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's shout out to it, him, man. man. Yeah, he's he killing called. it. I feel like he took he took Lena's script and was like, "Fuck that shit." I, I, this is how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but hey, um, it could it could have been, and I feel nah, yeah, he could have channeled like some sort of. I he could have, you know, yeah, 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 no doubt. Isn't isn't he? he he's from here, isn't? Person. Nah, he's from Louisiana. Oh, okay. He had a hard time. But New Orleans is bad as shit too. He had a hard time saying his R's, uh, like he was from Compton and shit. Cause <laughs> oh yeah. He, oh. When he was getting in uh, his Straight getting in his bag for NWA, oh, okay. so yeah. He's killing it, man. He's like yeah. one of the few from that that's like really killing it. Outside well, of Andre, he in, um, that King Kong movie. Yeah, yep. he was yep. Kong Skull Island. He was a, yeah. he was a soldier in that joint. And uh, the fam that played uh, Dre in there too, from Twenty Four. And uh, he was. He was also in King he was Kong. In King Skull Island. Kong. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was a scientist. Was yeah. yeah, he was. A, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, the last thing I seen of him was when he was playing Walking Dead, and I just remember <laughs> everybody riding him about <laughs> the dread, that goddamn dreads and them braids. Yeah, yeah them dreads is hor. I be listen. He, I be, he, it was the Stevie apocalypse. Wonder so. for them, man. Hey, real talk. Like I, I'm way behind on Walking Dead, but when too. I saw he him come out like, with them dreads, I was like, "Ooh, boy!" Yeah, I, I don't boy. know. Like, <laughs> and you think about it, like they do a really good job with everything else. I was like, nah, y'all could have gave good. him better dreads than that, man. I like, have damn, no idea. I know it's the zombie it. apocalypse. Nah, man. Like, they, they, that, that's one of the situations you needed a right. some inclusion and diversity on the makeup squad. Yeah, because Michonne shit don't look like that. It don't. His lace front was horrible. Man, <laughs> he was looking like was freaking bad. Stevie Wonder in the front and the back. It was bad, though. It was bad. It was bad. But yeah, I like, nah, I like but he, 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 I liked his storyline in that one. It's like short lived. Um, but then he did the reboot of Twenty Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was horrible. 
And I don't know if they like intentionally made them bad because like it seemed like the editing in some parts mm-hmm. was just so bad. Like there was a scene where he was going into this, uh, he was in the police station, and he went into their uh, whatever their like room is with all the like the shit that they collect from evidence, evidence room, evidence locker. He was in yeah. the evidence locker when he bust up in the room. He started reaching for shit like he been in there before. I'm like the hell. Like this is horrible blocking or they chose the wrong fucking shots for this motherfucker to be going in his room. Yeah. Like how would you know where everything is? Yeah, he he was feeling his way through that space like he been there before. I'm like, nah, man. They they got you in a bad light. But he he couldn't top Kiefer. You can't can't nobody top Kiefer with that part. And and, but see that just tells you right then and there, like it's just certain things that shouldn't be rebooted. No, like you yeah. leave certain things alone. I, yeah, true. I, I feel like, like Murphy Brown. Yeah, mm. um, in that way they like uh, Charmed. Mm-hmm. Like Full Auto, House. Auto. Mm. Charmed ain't came out yet, right? Nah, they talking about it, but, but the girls they, that were behind it, uh, they're not involved in it. They're not they're involved not? in it. And they ain't mad about that shit. Yeah. They don't even want that shit rebooted. Yeah. I thought they were getting the original cast back. Nah. Oh hell no! I ain't trying to see that shit. And no. the way they trying to angle it, they talking about we want to tell a story of feminism. I was like, wasn't that? Get y'all! Yeah, that, like, wasn't that? That was the original. Wasn't that, that what right? Exactly. Was? Like, what? Just because Tori Spelling was on the motherfucker? What? That wasn't him, was it? I'm I'm pretty sure that Tori was Spelling was involved. Sure. Because that was his version of uh, Buffy. That was like their their network's version of Buffy. Okay. Yeah, yeah true. It, it kind of filled that void, that niche. It yeah. did, yeah, it really did. It did. I like that show, man. Yeah, her father, Aaron Spelling, he had his hands in a lot of TV shows. I'm thinking about back in the day, mm-hmm. a lot of iconic TV shows at that. Like what? I can't. Uh, Nine hundred two one zero. I think he had his. Every hands in... was horrible. Melrose Place. <laughs> Melrose Place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a show called Savannah. He had his hands in like yeah. a lot of shows that he was. He had his either if he wasn't if if he didn't create it, he had his hands on it. Like. Mm. But a yeah. lot of the dramas of the nineties. Yeah. yeah, he was. He did it. Mm. Yeah, well, that that charmed is good enough, man. Just put that shit on Hulu. We good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I think saying. it already is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is. well, you ain't, we leave well like, enough alone, man. I would say, or like create charm. Just create a new show. All the, like, yeah. you can have they the same type of characters. I don't mind that though. Yeah, but they rebooted mm. DuckTales, and I don't like the artwork in that. I, oh, they I watched it. I'm like, where's it at? Where that at? It's on Disney. I'm like, get this shit off. What? Of that, man. It's oh, on it's Disney. on Disney now. Yeah, that's okay. like them, them weak ass new Teen Titans, man. Yeah, like, oh, I was yeah, so man. mad. Like, I was like, what is this bullshit? Y'all get y'all feeding me here. And some and some people swear by it. Some, I just I like I hate the, the animation joints? style. Yeah, I hate the animation I style. I just. It's, it's, it's bad It's low grade The it's whole like stuff quick. was great quick. It's like it's, it's, it's almost as good as The Batman or animated series It really was mm. Yeah like, I, I like that I like I, that Whoever behind those animations I like that kind I, That of was tough Tim um, Tim Bruce Tim That's his name mm. Yeah No I got Gee I got the whole Original Teen Titans Like mm. On the hard drive Like Classic But That shit they got right now No. Nah. I don't. That shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you. Let me. Ask, I, I want. No, I just want to ask a question. Like, do you guys think it has something to do with us? It kind of like nostalgia, because no, because if you think, uh, I mean, if you watch the stories, like of the other of the new series, like it's very random, off the wall characterizations. It's just a sequence of gag after gag. Whereas in the original Teen Titans series, a story. it was actual story. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
and drama characterization. I mean, even and I'm not saying it had to be super serious because nothing has to be all dark all the time in order to be good. It's just that uh, it's so random. It's like I don't know. Hey, uh, it, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like and with the the animation style of it, it looks like it's a goofy cartoon show for like a really really little kid, mm-hmm. um, which makes me not take it serious. Like. And and I know you say everything doesn't have to be dark and serious, but like the old uh the older Teen Titans, like it was the style it was drawn in, it looked like like uh, it looked like a respectable cartoon, like if, about superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't take a fight scene in the new Teen Titans seriously. I'm like, they legs are like two inches long <laughs> and they arms are like for like like I'm not like no. I can't seriously sit up here and watch you like, oh I'm I'm fighting a bad guy like and, and your feet like should dangle from the seat <laughs> one of my favorite cartoons that i growing up well superhero cartoons was the was spider-man on fox kids like True. that like man like the sinister six saga the symbiote saga like all of that man like it was a really you could tell stan lee really had and uh, what's his name ivy arod all of them had um input on it Although Avi Arad, you can kind of blame him for. Uh, he's the reason why Spider-Man Three. Whew, that was a was shit show. Was the way that it was because he was trying to push Venom because he wanted um, Venom toys and Venom merch, but when Disney bought Marvel, they took that away from him because. Damn. Yeah, because Disney now owns all the toy rights and stuff. But mm. that's a. I was say, so why like is that part of the reason why Sony is so locked in on this yep. new Venom movie? Yep. Oh, okay, all right. I'm just wondering. They got old ass Venom now. But now. Avi Arad was the former president of Marvel before he went over to Sony and became an exec there. And oh. he was actually the one that orchestrated the deal that sold uh, Marvel's properties and broke them up oh. to the different companies. Why is he so hell-bent on keeping or on Venom or keeping Venom? I don't know. I honestly don't have an answer for that. Like, he's popular, but he ain't that damn popular. Like, people love Spidey. People love Cap. People love Iron Man. Well, they love Cap and Iron Man now. That's yeah. that's true. That is true. I lo- I love the fact they love Black Panther right now too. Yes. That that toy commercial. And I am going to buy me a, my... a mask. I'm gonna give me some Shuri motherfucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> fist. I'm gonna knock some motherfuckers out for like fighting crime. I was saying. I was saying. <laughs> I would say we could probably give a shout out to Nate Moore, who's um, the executive producer of Black Panther. He's one of Marvel's um, top you know, film execs. Uh, he he. Uh, also did uh he was also a producer on uh civil war as well as winter soldier and the first avengers movie mm. oh so, so he's on a tear with good ass movies now. oh yeah so yeah. he because all of those is yeah when a soldier I mean, he's a brother too so. when a soldier is my shit mm-hmm. that fight scene when he dropped that knife and man listen that was a good ass fight scene <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like I, I felt the tension i'm like he about to stab this motherfucker <laughs> but, you know cap got out that jam so <laughs> uh, I've done a good job of letting y'all talk. That shit was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting over here playing a mic, and I'm really silent. Um, nah, but uh, we we dipped off quick from the shy man. I don't know if oh, it's bad. because we ain't want to get plot away because Anthony and ain't seen it. I don't know what the fuck going on, but I'll be back. I'll be ready. All Next right, time. Man. Uh, uh, but yeah, man. So the kid, he 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 don't make it, but. Now he, you got all spoilers. Other big, big spoiler, big spoiler. Yeah, man, get out of here if you, you ain't seen the show yet. Yeah, you ain't. Damn, I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> I ain't seen the show. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, that 
I, I still it's it's still gonna break your heart, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. regardless, it, just, it is. I mean, for me, I I felt like I just saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming the way it happened. I was just like one of those things, like all right, because I've seen you've seen the wire. Yeah. All right, so you remember in the wire the youngins, the homie that had the fro, mm-hmm. and they was always like, "Yo, kill that shit, mm-hmm. braid it up or cut it, mm-hmm. so you don't get spotted by the cops, so mm-hmm. you don't you don't, you, don't, you don't get caught up in some other bullshit because yeah. people think you you the only one that look like you." Mm-hmm. It's a nigga like that on the shot. Okay. Um, and I think that in a way, from my perspective, Lena's paying homage. I mean, she even says that it's like the corner. Uh, the corner was a really good. It was short, like six episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. damn good show. But it's like the corner in that every story is tied to like the the characters are the mm-hmm. community is tied. tied to like, each other. Yeah, yeah, everybody's tied to each other. That's the only connection that I would say that it has to the corner, uh, from mm-hmm. my perspective. But um, outside of uh, that, the story is dynamic because you it really tells the true story of what you don't see and read in the media headlines of how some of these situations that play out are accidents that mm. then lead to vendettas that lead to vengeance. Um, so, uh, yeah. and it, uh, and I mean, it, it, and then you get to see like the, the trauma, the stress, the PTSD that people experience, whether they were the suspect or the victim, um, of whatever these crimes that are going on, um, and these murders that happen. Um, and that's something that you really don't get to see a lot on television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's just how you like with Law and Order. You you get the crime, you get the people being all dramatic, and then it's soft, and then it's like okay, cool, the people they good, they got justice. End of story. But sometimes I mean, what, which which Law and Order are you talking about? You talking about SVU? I don't know. Oh, the original. The OG is like that. Yeah. The OG is very straight to the point. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, the SVU. Not as you. In the, I, I have a hard time distinguishing them, but um, <laughs> well, there, there I mean, are it's about subject matter, uh, Law and Order. I know the it's OG. about the subject matter. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I know just going to explain different it. Crime, the different yeah. crime units. Yeah, right? Law and Order. The bait. Their OG mm-hmm. one is about murders. The mm-hmm. SVU is about you know sexual assault and that type of special stuff. Cri- uh, victims unit. Yeah. 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 Um, criminal intent. Not sure. I didn't. Really I didn't. Watch not, that. I didn't like criminal is intent. Is that what is that like? White collar crime, or like e- drug dealer crime? Yo, it was kind of like white collar. Okay. Like you know, like it, but it was some murder too. It was mm. like kind of like a psych thriller tried to be, but okay, like, I didn't like, like the fact that the like, fucking male cop, the guy who plays uh fucking Fisk, Fisk and and, and Dare Daredevil, yeah. he's always the motherfucker that he. It's like he always like he just cracks the code. You know, he's interrogating the fucking guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you did it, didn't you?" And the guy like, "I didn't do shit." And then he's just sitting there just playing mind games with him, and then he eventually admits that he did it. But the uh his partner, the woman, she just be standing there looking stupid as hell, like she don't never solve no. Crimes, and I was like, I can't watch this shit. But SVU, (laughs) I watch that shit all day. SVU is the one I I I would watch if I watch them. Uh, I have a hard time watching those shows though. Okay. Um, I just feel like it's hospital. Yeah, it's (laughs) like I can't. It's like shit you watch when you sitting in the waiting room. (laughs) Yeah, you you chilling at your grandma's house. Right. That's at least that's with my grandma. Whenever I'm at her house, is either MSNBC or Law and Order. Like, yeah, I, know, I don't, and I feel like that whole Unless scandal. <laughs> True. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like that that whole thing was just it was it just became a big television trend. Like as when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and so like I just I got sick of it. I was like, okay, this y'all doing too much, like. 
I think the only like kind of drama thing like that having to do with crime and things like that and police officers. The only one that I love that I I that I still like I would still sit down and watch to this day is Luther, and that's not even made here. That's that's with Idris Elba. Are you just talking crime series? Period. No, like. Yeah. Or cop drama. Yeah, cop, cop dramas. dramas. That's that's the only one like I've seen in recent days where I sat down and watched. It. I was like, oh so, shit. Chris, did you did you growing up? Did you ever watch New York Undercover? Yes. Now that shit was good. Reboot I New, New York, York Undercover. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, so that's a remake, reboot, that restart show got cut yeah. off continuation. Yeah. Actually, there's a True. story behind why it got cut off air. I can't remember, but yeah, reboot that motherfucker. When 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 Eddie died, listen, I was I couldn't believe it, Joe. I think his name was, was Eddie. Cop. Yeah. He was a cop. Yeah, yeah. Spanish yeah. guy. When he died, yeah. I'm like, wait. Eddie Torres. I'm like, Torres dead? The, the, no, no. The character name was Eddie Torres. Yeah. The character or the actor died? The, no, the character, character died. died. The character. He was written off the I, show. It was a contract dispute. Ah. Uh, yo, do y'all know I was listening to somebody's, uh, I think it was, um, uh, I can't remember which one of the original Thug Life members was talking in an interview um, about how Pac was supposed to play uh, in New York Undercover, the role that uh, is played by um, Malik Yoba. Malik, yeah. Mm. I mean, that wow. was supposed to be Pac, but I'm, that was when he got caught up in the rape case. Mm. Damn. He was in the special victims unit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so, That's yeah, nah, that that whole, um, that that was supposed to be his part. He had a lot of roles that he showed, he was supposed to play. Baby Boy was one. Yeah. Uh, it was a couple other movies that he was supposed to play, but you know he had died. So, but damn, you said my man was in Special Victims Unit. <laughs> yeah, he was. Hey man, we need to come up with some like different drops that we can play throughout the podcast, man. Like that, uh, even like the intro and shit, like the these stories or whatever the fuck they say. I don't remember that shit. But um, yeah, that. What else can we do? Sound bites. Oh. Sound drops. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to bring that back? Like, hey, wasn't I told, that 2016? Hey, I, hey, I got us. I told him earlier. Like we were talking about. I was like, yo, I, I know what my mm-hmm. sound bite is gonna be. This podcast has been brought to you by these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nah, man, but uh, yeah. So we talked about the shy. Did we? You want to talk about Nine Rise, Joe? Um. Well, they haven't seen it. Yeah, I would say now nah, I'm gonna get quiet. So I'm gonna be quiet because I don't. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. Okay, so should we talk about it, or can we just talk about what we was arguing about before? Well, if we're gonna argue about it, then we need to talk about it. Okay. Um, you can start it, man. If you want to talk about it, I don't mind. Well, let's talk about the Monique situation first. Didn't we get it in Monique? Nope. No, no, we ain't touched that. Nah. Fuck Monique, man. Damn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I'm sick of Monique, man. She need to go on some. What are you talking? Wait, how can you be sick of somebody that ain't been around for like? What, when did Precious come out? Facts. That <laughs> was a minute ago. That's her. That's the problem. Cause she every time she come back out of her little crag. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, her, Rich. She, yeah. Who, who, who's funnier, Amy Schumer 
I'm, uh, or Monique. We doing this? Yes, we're doing this. Why are we doing it? Because Amy Schumer isn't funny. I'm but Amy Schumer ain't, nice. ain't, she, she, and really she, nice. she ain't bitter. I've tried, I've tried it, it, to it, laugh at Amy Schumer. She's not bitter. Oh, who is Amy Schumer? Schumer that uh, exactly. Jewish chick? Exactly. 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 No, no, no. I've been following people debating it because it's both Amy Schumer and the other chick from... Damn it. Amy Schumer is from Parks and Rec, right? No, no, that's no. Amy Poehler. That's Amy Poehler. Oh, okay, my bad. All right, no, that's Amy Poehler. Is funny. That's my yeah, bad. She's yeah, funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's funny. All right, so anyhow, Amy Schumer, I saw her special. But her special came in right, in right on time when the wave was still hot with comedians. Monique, and she didn't come to show, uh, she didn't come to them. They came to her. Okay, so Netflix Rumor came is out. Monique went to Netflix. Wait, you just said they came to her. Amy Sh- with Amy, with Amy Schumer, they came to her. Question. But oh, see, the thing okay. is, Netflix came to her, and she was going to agree. Either she agreed to those terms or about to until she saw that Dave Chappelle was getting way more. But Dave Chappelle is funnier, and his pedigree but is higher. Amy I, I Schumer been exactly. on tour, though. Amy Don't Schumer. matter. So? She been on tour again. It's a lot of... It's, hold on. It's a I lot have, more fun. Oh, she ain't Dave Chappelle. She, she is what, not she Dave Chappelle. She I don't, just finished I if, if don't Monique, give a fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got something. I got something. I got something. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, somebody had pointed out on social media, yeah. you know, that they com- they stacked up the n- awards and nominations. I don't care about accolades, and clearly Netflix don't either. Well, here, here's the thing. Well, can I read that transcript? Go ahead, man. Okay. Read the freaking list of the people that got the most. No, no, no. Just- I'm, gonna, I'm, no I'm saying they're trying over Monique's words. Oh man! Ah. No, read it so we can so we can have a better argument. All right, go ahead. You gonna okay. read, read it with word. this voice? <laughs> no, with money voice. <laughs> and I'll just talk a shit. I just talk. Oh damn! I was just playing, y'all. No, no, Where is it? It start right there. Where her name at? <laughs> and read it like it's a stage script. There you go. I am asking that you stand with me. And boycott Netflix for color bias and gender bias. I was offered a 500k deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered 11 million dollars. Chris Rock was offered 20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and negotiated two more million dollars because she said I shouldn't get what I shouldn't get what the men are getting. They're legend. However, I should get more. And Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. I said, well, what about my resume? They said, well, we don't go off resumes. We asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I be getting what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. So no, she my, don't. Okay, look. Besides, okay. So yeah, so Monique, so Monique wasn't hasn't been around for a while. She ain't been around. She but still, shit. but she, she has a point. To, Netflix, how contra- she taking care of Netflix us? contradicted themselves. Facts. They, they brought did. up her resume when they said resumes don't matter. And the thing is, wait, did didn't they, she win an Oscar? Then she won an Oscar she, for they that? said they said they don't check resumes, but and they, then they then they gave her. She had a hot resume. movie oh, wait, and she wait. sold out twice. 
But that that ain't got nothing to do with her accolades. That's just the fact that that's they're talking numbers. Oh, bro, are you serious? There's a difference between winning an award and getting paid four hundred thousand dollars for it, and your movie not out of all of the comedians that are around that are still Dude. around. She's won more awards yeah. than awards they, than... ain't got shit to do with your money. Are what does that have serious? to do with how much money you making? Uh, no, yeah. what? Not, when you win an Oscar, when you win an Oscar, you're supposed you, to get a extra, some extra zeros on your paycheck. Yes, exactly. Okay. Automatically. Any, 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 any of that. Well, I mean, did she? Did she okay, wait, after, wait. And, and, but she, and but let's also acknowledge had that, this: the media, the playing field got extra level after she won because the whole internet games took off. Mad black women got into the game, like she then met, was met with mad competition. She ain't about to compete. If she was doing pressures now, and she was competing against Viola, she was competing a bit against Alfred Wood, 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 Alfred Wood, Wood, Alfred Wood, Octavia Spencer. If she was competing against them for uh, whatever the best movie, she ain't winning shit. One, two, she's not selling out fucking Madison Square Garden. She ain't even going on a tour by herself. She's not. But she's been on tours before. Exactly. That, but not by herself. Amy Schumer also has not had a had a TV show. That, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Ain't had the hat. Again, Monique wasn't doing all this. Her wave, her moment passed. She ain't even creating her own new wave. Still. Every time and she, every time, every time, okay, all right, all right. every time she come through, okay. every time she come through, she coming through with that with that energy, that same negative energy. When she came through, when Empire took off. She came came through with that same energy while she was doing promo for her uh her uh, straight to HBO sp- uh, film with Queen Latifah, um Betsy, she was in Betsy. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. But She's a good actress. She she ruined all of the fucking promo for that entire movie by talking shit on every fucking TV every fucking like interview she had. Like every interview. All right, well, let me ask you this. Okay, now you know she was going in I, on I'm, Lee Daniels in the fucking. I would uh, say that was, that was a, that was a part of it too, because there then there was this whole thing about Lee Daniels supposedly like trying to blackball her. She wasn't blackballed, man. She her she she has chosen to allow her husband to be her representation. She ain't being repped by CAA. She ain't being repped by UTA. She ain't being repped by motherfucking any of the top uh, agencies. She has her husband doing her fucking bidding. He's sitting in the fucking cute, the fucking video with her and shit, looking lame as bitch, like fucking Kermit <laughs> the Frog and shit. <laughs> but but here's the thing, here's the thing though, Rich. Dave Chappelle, you know, fell into obscurity. And not for just a while. any Kermit the Frog, the motherfucking Kermit the Frog from Family Guy. Okay, okay, <laughs> your point has been made. He fell out, he fell into obscurity for a minute. Like everybody was, damn man, remember the Chappelle? But everybody was asking for him. They they were asking for him, but still, like you know what I'm saying? Like he hasn't done shit. Who, Dave? He hasn't done nothing for a while. Dog, he's he never stopped doing stand-up. Even when he got kicked off his show, he talks about that. I went to the comedy store the next okay, night I know, when I, I know he I know he has stand-ups. I get all that. But what I'm saying is, like, at the same time, it's it's kind of about respect, dude. Like, And the spirit of the time been the same, dog. Everybody's, like, you got Mind of Mencina. That show came. People still was like, oh, man, this is like Dave's show. I wish Dave was back. Then the fucking Key and Peele. Oh, man, this shit just like Dave's show. I wish Dave would come back. But motherfuckers People watching still, Key and Peele. What, what has... Motherfuckers was watching Key and Peele. But they was True. they were still saying, oh, man, I wish Dave would come back, man. It's, and Dave started coming back. He started doing... He went on tours. Okay. He was headliner for... Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of that tour. Um, I went to see Dave at least three times before he dropped the special. 
Okay. Now, if y'all want to argue something, and, and I want to tell you something, if two of them want, fucking specials is a regular ass stand up that they recorded. I will say this. So he's not the only. Now, this is where I will see my argument, and it with anybody, if you've seen any of these cats live that have gotten this big ass twenty million dollar bag, these motherfuckers, every fucking special that we see on t on Netflix, the niggas recycling jokes. Mike Epps is the ultimate joke recycler. Mm. I don't even like his stand-ups. I don't you know. either, man. He's a great MC. He's a great entertainer. He's a great actor when he's in Friday. Uh, I'll give him a next day air too. That shit was high. Yeah, on movies he's a good actor. He's a good. He's a good he's actor. actor. He's a good actor. Yeah, but he stand-up is. he yeah. sucks. Now Chris Rock, his stand-ups, I'll watch his. I will watch Chris Rock. I ain't seen Chris Rock in a while. I will watch Eddie Murphy. I ain't seen him in a while. Everybody wants to see Eddie Murphy. Nobody's calling for Monique. The thing is, anytime more, my last thing on this, if you get Monique million, ain't even making this out to be entertaining. This is she's a bitter bit. Let she me ask you this, bitter. Rich. If I gave you 40 million from a previous TV deal and you was going and people was asking for you, okay, it's, it's, I think it'll probably be easier. Okay, you made 40 in the past, it's easier to give you 20 again. But I know she was making way more than 500k. When doing what? I know, I'm pretty sure they when didn't she pay was in pressure, she only got 400,000. She only got four hundred thousand. Yep, she only got four hundred thousand for that part. Man, well. And I don't think she broke a million after that because she ain't she ain't go to Jamie Fox route. And if we want to compare like what you do as a result of getting an award, you got to do your stupid ass blockbuster movies that ain't shit. Mm. Like Jamie did some stupid ass Jarhead or whatever whatever mm. the movies was <laughs> whatever that military movie was in uh the Middle East. But he did. He did that. He did. Oh, he was a pilot. But he did. Nah, any, he, he, was in the, he was a pilot. But he did shit. any given Sunday with Pacino. He did. That was before he got his back though. And that's the other thing too. She just came out of nowhere with Precious, and that was indie. That was on some, and she did that via the funding of Dame Dash, who himself is not industry. So you, the industry ain't really trying to embrace her. If she was coming, if she really wanted to come into the industry, she would have. So how much Changed was she? How much was she uh, asking, asking for? Huh? Did, it, did she ever mention how much she wanted? This is a, this is a great question. Oh yeah. Maybe because three. I think three is what she was asking for. If now. she asked it for three M's, that's a drop in the bucket for Netflix. Netflix that is, is going broke. Nah, Netflix is broke, man. Netflix how? ain't making no bread. Netflix is bankrupt. Is is operating in negative. I think they're operating at a negative six billion dollars hmm. because of the fact that they just keep throwing money at people. They threw fucking $150 million at Kevin Spacey. Oh, aren't they glad that that didn't, didn't you know, that, that didn't work. <laughs> hey, it worked for three seasons or however long that show was. Well, yeah, House of Cards, yeah. House of Cards was hot when it, it first came out. It was I mean, hot, but. And that was one of the first, and that was their problem. Netflix, that was really, in my opinion, Netflix's fault. Like, they've been throwing all this money around and mm -hmm. using that as their fucking selling point. Like, we threw... $150 million dollars well, Kevin Spacey for, for their idea is that we're drawing this talent and these productions and we will, get our will, money will back. make they people make, subscribe they ain't making it back well of course I'm just I'm just saying that's what, what they their threw, logic was what did they throw at Will Smith 100 mil for that uh, the break yeah. what they threw 100 mil at him at but, him alone not just the production Maybe I misread the Now, they budget could, could be, be they budget could it be 100 M's, him, and I can see them giving it. Exactly. Him. But yeah, if, they, if they threw it to him, they already got him locked in for sequels and shit. So, if they gave him 100 mil if for If they gave him 100 sequels, M's for that, they got fleeced. 
know he will <laughs> but, smell. But, hey, but again, with Dave Chappelle. All right, let's argue Dave Chappelle. Was his specials worth 60 mil? I watched the third one, the third one, the last one that I about him talking about, you know, Trump is fighting for Sitting me and that, not you. Uh, squ- on that, be- uh, that uh, stool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That one was, was, was cool. That first one, I did not like. The second one. Hmm. I, Hold on. We talking about all of them? Or the new, I'm talking about the, the two that was released because he on has four. Yeah, on there. No, I know he had one that was kind of like a welcome back, and then he did that spe- them specials. Yeah. Um, I believe for him it's worth it because he's funny, and he and he can draw in different demographics. You know, his, by his wife being you know Asian, by you know his you know just everything. Like mm-hmm. he already has a core base. Mm-hmm. From 2004 So it ain't shit to bring them people in True. And then they probably got kids That's you know Whatever our age or whatever So mm-hmm. it ain't shit So you Hey Yeah man So um, I, No and Where's Monique's demographic Monique's demographic Is on Was was on the WB So <laughs> Yeah And what, cha- what was it Channel 50 Rest in peace WB I don't know What, yeah. what channel was in Chicago It was 50 Yeah it was 50 Okay <laughs> I remember. WB was gone When I got here Yes Man Shoot, Moesha. WB could do no wrong. No. It could. No, WB they couldn't do no wrong, wrong though. Man. When you saw that dancing motherfucking frog, yeah. it was going to be cracking. <laughs> yeah, true. When you saw Monique's husband, yeah. <laughs> you knew it was cracking. He, I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. So, uh, say so, She if she asked for 3Ms. <sighs> she's not, even if she was asking for 3Ms, she's not going about her business the right way. I'm, she's I'm shitting saying, on Oprah. She's shitting yeah, on. Yeah, she is shitting on Oprah. She, she shouldn't have brought uh, Oprah into the it. Homie, the journalist from Chicago, uh, that dude TV1, uh, Roland Martin. Yeah. She, uh, she going on all the TV, all, all the radio shows, okay. talking shit about Netflix, talking shit about just these movements, the Me Too movement. Like, you, mm. you can't come in trying to ride these waves that you wasn't. You ain't a part of. Okay, so let me. Well, ask you. you can't vouch for none of this shit if you wasn't a part of it. Like, so, I mean, that's a Jay Z quote. So if she came in here. I'm just saying, you you a neck you a Netflix exec or whatever, and she comes in, but she doesn't do all this extra shit that she's doing right now. And you say, you know, you know, Miss Monique, we'll offer you 500k. And she was like, you know what, I I appreciate the opportunity, but I respectfully decline. I believe that I'm worth 3.5. You know what? And she puts her Oscar. I don't, I don't know if she won an Oscar. She, she did. Won. Uh, she puts. Yeah, she put the Oscar important. in the middle of the table and say, "Listen, you know, you throwing all this money. You know what I'm saying? Three M, three M's ain't shit. Now that you done told me that this this goofy motherfucker Kevin Spacey done got 150. Come on, man. Hey man. All right. So I'm about to throw a curveball in here. On media takeout, they reported that anonymous Netflix executive said that she was offered three million. But she turned it down because they wanted her to audition in order to get the three M's, get the three M's. She refused to want to audition. Here it is. A source speaking on anonymity at Netflix said they are unbothered. Monique contacted us to work on a stand up comedy special as her return to the circuit. Hmm. And we spoke about it. The source then went on to explain that since she and her husband contacted them, that they only had a limited budget for her project, which much of the staff felt was minimal projected views. Basically saying she wasn't going to get no clicks. Um, they asked if she would audition for the staff, and if chosen, she'd get $3 million payment for the special, and she refused. She asked if Dave and Kevin had to audition and went out and ran, ran about how she is. Uh, she asked if Dave or Kevin had to audition and then went on a rant about how she is an Academy Award winner. Uh, 
They agreed she was talented and offered her 500000 payment. Netflix is conti- uh, confused at the amount of time, energy she's put into the negotiation and alleges that if she had gone about it the right way, contracts would have been signed. So if you, I mean, I mean, the thing about Kevin. So basically she was telling them, I know how much money y'all got. Yeah. Give me, give me the money. and I ain't auditioning for shit. Do you know my resume? But the other thing is I was reading this other article about the money that all of these other companies have at their disposal beyond Netflix. Netflix only has $68 billion. Mm-hmm. Damn. That only. they that only, they only sixty eight. Just only sixty eight billion. Just sixty eight you know. billion. You know, that ain't shit. Google has over one hundred, uh, over one thousand billion per capita. You mean one trillion? Yeah, yeah. basically. Because Apple, Apple, same Amazon, thing. Uh, the uh, Bezos, the owner, Bezos. his ass. Just, yeah, Bezos. He just checked a stupid ass bag this year or last yeah. year. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so like all of these, all of these other networks. I mean, she could easily. Go slide in their DMs and just be like, yo, Apple, I want to ex- release an exclusive of my new special or whatever. Or Google, YouTube, Facebook. I mean, Facebook in the same game now, too. And she could easily get her little, her same little audience on Facebook. Yeah, but it's... She ain't got to go to Netflix. I don't understand her whole issue with Netflix. I guess it's just... It's what's hot. You trying to keep up, you know, when you when you a celebrity, man, you trying to keep up that lifestyle, G. Uh, Five hundred thousand ain't shit. She wants them to put some respect on her. All she probably living off of is fucking uh, residuals from park the Parkers. At this point, Mm, possible. At this point, she ain't did nothing really. She did Betsy. What's her IMDb? You mean Bessie? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you Betsy. (laughs) You just say that like I'm like, I think he means Bessie. About Bessie Coleman, but right? it's possible. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, when you got it, you don't really trip about money like that. That's true. Like, when it's constantly coming in, yeah, including residuals, you don't really trip about money like that. I mean, okay. of course, you're gonna negotiate for your net worth because I know Will Smith did. Okay, yeah. so but he's not represented by Jada though. So, hmm. yeah. what, what was the movie she got nominated for? Precious. So after Precious. She did Steppin' the movie in 2009, Blackbird, a TV movie uh, in 2014, Bessie in 2015, Interwoven in 2016, and Almost Christmas in 2016. But it was so many motherfuckers in Almost Christmas. Yeah, I was like... I don't even know. I didn't even know she was in that. It was that's why I'm saying it was just yeah. so many people. It's like just like Chris. He was like, "Damn, I didn't know." Uh, damn, what was we talking about earlier? And he was like, uh, "Oh, he's oh, like, I didn't American know T.I. I, yeah, he's like, I didn't know T.I. was in there. All them damn people in there. <laughs> it was <laughs> right, like a party, just, man. It, it just slipped my mind. To be honest, <laughs> Yo, I ain't man, even gonna lie. No disrespect. She, she ain't did nothing. Like in comparison to anybody who has won an award, why hasn't she gone and upped her talent? Why is she relying on her husband? Why she ain't telling him? I got an Oscar. You ain't representing me no more, Nick. You better sit down and act she, like uh, Oprah. <laughs> but, but but you know what though, Oprah don't need that. I mean, well, in, in, in Oprah's defense, you know what I'm saying. She's so big, she's gonna get that money back anyway. She you know making she, you know people making TV shows for her, you know on her own network and all that. So she getting her bread back. So it's like I'm good. But it, I I could kind of see why she want her husband to represent her, even though it's a double edged sword and it's, and I think it's low key killing her because. Um, what I wanted to say, she's trying to keep the money in house, I yeah. guess. Yeah. 
And if you is just living off residuals from the park, because I would try to keep what little money I got in house too. <laughs> if that's the case, because I don't like counting people's pockets. But shit, right. that's what I would do. True. But if you go have your significant other represent you, at least take your ass and do some classes about marketing or something, advertising, <laughs> something. You can't just be be hating on everything. Man. No, you can't. And Every then you got to remember Tiffany Haddish. She's young. She's vibrant. You know, she's funny. She's hosting she SNL. Netflix. She hosted the Def Comedy Jam, Jam 25th reunion uh, anniversary episode. She's fine as hell, too. She's fine as hell. She's she, she ghetto as she hell. She's on SNL. But, yeah. Yeah, she replacing Monique. They they don't need Monique. Mm-hmm. Damn, Tiffany had And they just gave Jennifer Hudson the, uh, the Aretha Franklin role. They gave who? Uh, Jennifer Hudson, who won an Oscar. Uh, yeah. Let's compare her to Jennifer Hudson in that same thing. Uh, she went from the, she was on a TV show. You can't compare. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Comparing talent or we comparing resumes? Because they both was on TV. If you want to count her being on American Idol. That was so um, long not, ago. Yeah, first, and then like okay, the same thing di- with the park. No, 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 no. no <laughs> two different, two very, very different types of being on TV. Thank you. Versus like a you big. Still get back. You no, get back. no, it's no. It's mm-hmm. different. It's different being a character on a on a show. And you're fighting and script. You're fighting to get in there. You're fighting to get through that door. That's what she was doing on American Idol. Dude. Exactly. So you say she had she had more motivation than Monique. Yeah. yeah. What make you think Monique ain't had to fight every day to stay on stay on TV? First of all, the name of the show it was her show, the Parker. Parker. And then like, no, you can't you can't compare like, literally on on any given episode that was in for for Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, you can't say that about Monique on her show. Even even if Hold on, like, what make you think that anybody that was on American Idol didn't already they didn't already have a preconceived outcome. What do you mean? It's a reality show about people that was more than likely ghost uh, writers for other artists. Okay, but it's but it's still a part of it. Is you the way you stay on there is by votes of people watching. And she still had to go Donald out Trump and sing. Donald Trump is president via votes and people watching. She still had to go out and sing and perform. Right. She still like it's no it's outcomes. You, that's that's like that's like if if the NBA decided to start you know making bench players like. Yeah, if your ass don't perform the right way and, you know, you get a bad rating, you off the team. Like, you don't think every damn bitch player in the, the NBA is going to be like out that. there for it? You see motherfuckers ain't taking that knee. That's mm-hmm. terrible. But they wearing T-shirts, though. They're still protesting. I can't True. breathe. Who? I can't breathe. T-shirts. Or if you or Rest you or, beast, Erica and Eric Garden. Yeah. And if you hooping and you look at you looking down at Kyrie's shoes or LeBron's shoes and you see an equality, they're still protesting. It's just different. It's a different platform. But to see the thing is, between the NBA and the NFL, the NFL don't give a fuck about their players. The NBA do. They listen. The demographics are different too. Exactly. Yeah. They listen. All right. Let's not compare acting to the entertainment uh industry. Uh Hollywood to athleticism. Um, but uh you got to roll out, right, bro? You yeah, yeah, I got a show, so. Dead My man got a show. Awesome. <laughs> Reboot Dead Press. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot Love Jones. Hell yes. I support this. Reboot. Yo, man, break a leg, bro. Appreciate it. Yes. Good seeing you, man. Yeah, take it easy. He said Reboot Love Jones. 
Man, I don't know y'all. So y'all, y'all support Monique's desire for more. I mean, I, I, it's not that I'm against it. I just don't think that she should have went to Netflix like that. Like, yes, has she burned bridges? Yes, but <laughs> she deserves she deserves more. I'm not saying she don't deserve more. I'm just saying she need to do more the right way. Okay, so let me ask you guys this: Now that she didn't burnt this, these bridges or bridges, um. Do you think that she'll get any more opportunities to be on t television? She's ruined that, man. I mean, I just read off her resume since she got an Oscar. Hmm. She ruined that. And it's too much talent out here for her to be acting the way she is. That's true. Yeah, she definitely burnt that bridge, man. Yeah, you got to play the politics once you get past that level. Um. Anyway, man. It's been good, man, having you on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. I enjoyed being here. You know what I'm saying? We had some laughs. We didn't chat it up a bit. So, yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Work. I'll have you again, man, when we talk Black Panther. You're going with us when you see it, right? Oh, yeah. I'll definitely be there. We actually covered all of the topics that we wrote down in this song. So. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't like the way that works out sometimes, but it's all good. If anybody's still listening, thank you for listening to Films D Podcast. It's been another episode. Peace. Till next time. Peace. Adios.